Hi, uh, my name's Beth. I am a mental health blogger over at www.memyselfandmentalhealth.wordpress.com. Um, if you've been following me uh, on my blog or on SoundCloud, then you'll know what I'm doing. Uh, but if not, no fear, I will explain now. So I am not only writing my blog posts, but I'm also recording them. Uh, basically, I'm just going to read out what I've written um, with a bit of extra rambling <laughs> um, because I want to make I want to make resources as accessible to everybody as I possibly can and I'd hate to think that people are missing out on some of the resources out there because they they, they physically can't sit down and and read a whole a whole post from beginning to end or they find it too difficult to do that it takes up a lot of energy uh, some people might just prefer to sit and listen to things rather than read read stuff especially if you've like been on your laptop all day or or whatever uh, so yeah that's what I'm doing and this week's blog post is called a journey coming off medication um, and who I have explained this in the beginning of the post but I feel like I can explain it a little bit better uh, through talking about it so I was a bit unsure about whether I was going to go ahead and publish this post after last week's post that I published which was a uh, like a response a letter to um, Panorama uh, BBC Panorama and um, it's, a, it's a show on that on the, they own <laughs> I've not explained that very well um, but they yeah, they last week they did a program on um, the antidepressant search relief, and it's called um, a prescription for murder. And um, I was really left quite angry about this and quite upset. So I have had this blog post planned for a week. I was I was originally gonna post this last week, but then I watched that program and I and I was just so angry and I needed somewhere to to dump that anger to get rid of it and um, express myself about how I was feeling after watching it so I did that one instead and then I did I was in two minds about whether or not to publish this one because I was concerned that the panorama program may have um, caused people to fear taking their medication um, because well I won't go into it here because I've written the blog post about it for last week and I've recorded it so if you want to catch up on that then you know there's two different options for you to do that um, but yeah, it's I, I, this one's about coming off medication. I didn't want to scare people off it, but equally I want to share my own experiences. And it's something that I've recently lowered the dose of my of sertraline, and it's important to me to be able to talk about it um, because it's scary. It is a scary thing coming off medication the right way. Um, I'm sure coming off medication the not recommended way is also scary, but. I just want to remind people as well that that, that who are in the set in a same or, or similar position that that you are not alone. Like there's a lot of us, there's a lot of us out there, um, and I'm just one of those people that have been taking these tablets and is coming off them and is scared about this. Um, so yeah, I felt it. It was really important to me to still share this, um, despite last week's post. And hopefully it will just give people more of an insight into, you know, all those various different experiences that people have on antidepressants and, and coming off them and the difference that they can make. Um, so, yeah, 
I've sort of explained briefly what I've written in the first paragraph. So I will start by reading what I've written. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I went back to my GP after it dawned on me that I'd been taking my prescription for sertraline for exactly a year. This is the longest I've ever taken antidepressants before. The first time I was prescribed this was for depression after an unsettling and difficult breakup. Unsettling? It says upsetting. What is wrong with me today? Upsetting and difficult breakup. I took 50 milligrams and was on it for six months. It was almost like I could sense when I didn't need it anymore and the GP helped me to wean myself off them. You can learn more about the medication that I've taken as a result of my OCD and depression here. And I've obviously like put a little link in the in the blog post um, and you can find that previous blog post on my website. Uh, but I haven't actually recorded that one because it was one that I did quite a long time ago. And I'm still debating whether or not to go back and do that. Depends how useful people are finding these, really, I guess. Um, for me to sort of, you know, go back and, and do all the ones that I haven't done. But basically, uh, to give you a brief overview of the latest time I've, I've been prescribed antidepressants, um, it was this time last year, and I went back to my GP when I could feel OCD was flaring up again. The whole thing was very upsetting. I hadn't long been off sertraline from the first time and had, for a while, been feeling in a relatively good place in my life. I knew that I needed to go back to the GP, but I also knew that in doing this, antidepressants would be the suggested route to feeling better. And that one is sort of a long, a long sort of explanation in itself, because I personally feel like doctors have to give out antidepressants because they know how long the wait is to be seen by a counsellor um, or, you know, a CBT therapist or what have you. Um, and because of this, they don't want to send people away with nothing, just with a, you know, a piece of paper and the phone number on it to call and, and full well knowing that they're going to be waiting sort of half a year you know maybe less maybe more so they have to feel like they have to prescribe things so that they they're at least doing something um but that's a whole nother ballpark um but anyway this scared me and i felt like a failure and it's important to mention here that i don't think people who take antidepressants are failures not at all far from it i feel like you're very you know people are strong when they identify that they they you know something's going wrong for them they're not quite the same as they used to be and they're open to medication they're open to different avenues to feel better so it's just that it's interesting isn't it because if it was a friend or a loved one who came to me and said i'm taking antidepressants i would be like you know good for you that you've decided to do something that will help you that you've made that decision like i hope it works whereas when it's me it's like you're in a critic and it's telling you you're a failure like you need tablets like but it's only ever to yourself we're too hard on ourselves definitely so fast forward through the year and i've been taking 100 milligrams of sertraline stuffed into what i can now see was a pretty big tablet when i compare them it's, it's the 50 milligram and the 100 milligrams just huge the difference I used to have difficulty swallowing it and sometimes it, I'd, I'd get like I'd even get heartburn or like indigestion from it so that's really weird but I've been taking this for every single day of every single week of every single month alongside CBT sessions and the reason that I mention that is because GPs often say that the best way of treating OCD is um 
sertraline, well, antidepressants and therapy, CBT specifically together. So what sort of kick-started me into booking another GP appointment was not only realising I'd been on them a year, but also the side effects I was experiencing. So I know this may seem like a, a change of subject, but stick with me. I've recently been watching a show on Amazon called Please Like Me. I think I'm actually going to give this show its very own blog post because it's just been absolutely amazing and I finished it in a week and I'm really sad about that. But anyway, slight spoiler here. A scene which really spoke to me involved two characters in the show, one who was diagnosed with bipolar and one who was diagnosed with depression, discussing the side effects of their antidepressant. In this scene, the lines felt like they had been written for me, perfect explain, perfectly explaining how I felt on my own antidepressants. So then I've included some quotes of what the characters said. So they said, you take medication to get yourself out of a dark hole, but you end up just in a display home on an empty street. I don't want to spend the rest of my life feeling the same way at a friend's funeral as I do at same way at a friend's wedding as I do at their funeral. You know, you feel like you're ready to come off medication because the medication is working. You know it stops working when you stop taking it. It really hurts to know that I need to take pills simply to function. I can't wait to be beige again. I have gone down to 50 milligrams of sertraline in the hopes that I will be able to slowly wean myself off them for the exact same reasons these characters discuss in Please Like Me. Beige is the absolute perfect word. Taking the higher dose of sertraline seems to have helped in terms of quieting my mind down, but I felt nothing. I didn't feel happy. I didn't feel sad. I couldn't really feel anything. I was beige. I was so tired of feeling beige. Making the decision to come off medication is always a hard one, or it is for me anyway. I knew it was something that I wanted to do, but it is such a frightening decision to make. It feels like a gamble. I could be throwing all that hard work away, all that building up of my brain to be as normal, air quotations, as it could be. What if I only feel better because of the medication, and now I've taken the only element out of the equation that was helping things to keep ticking over? I'll admit, I'm scared. I'm scared to find out the truth about how much of my recovery has been down to my own hard work, or whether it's been that of the tablets. The trick with antidepressants is to come off them slowly, not to suddenly stop taking them altogether one day. This can produce side effects as bad, if not worse, than those that people can experience when they first start taking them. So that's the plan. Slowly lower the dose until I'm not taking sertraline any longer. To hopefully lose that feeling of beige and learn that it was my own hard work after all. And so far, I feel okay. I do. I feel I'm managing it. It's It's been okay. Um, I've not seen that much of a big difference, like a noticeable difference of that I've stopped taking like a higher dose. So, yeah, fingers crossed. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but if, like me, you want to come off your own antidepressants, if you're taking them or if you're thinking about going on them or you're unsure, you feel a bit frightened about it, then the best person to um, go and see is, is your doctor initially. Um, they're the ones that can prescribe you the antidepressants should they feel that you need them um and if you know you that's where you discuss or you can discuss your thoughts and feelings and your worries and concerns about about them um and hopefully you've got a really good thoughtful and um you know attentive gp that will listen to you and and take on board everything you're saying and and talk to you and give you those answers that you're looking for you know and the more information that you have you know the better equipped you are so 
I do recommend that definitely um so yeah that's it for this week uh I hope you've enjoyed the blog post and I hope you're enjoying all of the audio episodes um I'm always looking for feedback so if anybody's got any you know you'll just get in touch with me at www.memyselfandmentalhealth.wordpress.com and hopefully there will be a new blog post next week and a new audio recording so I will talk to you then okay take care then everybody bye